welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. All right, so we've got some headlines here to reveal. What do you have here to start off, Miss Andy? All right, so Stu Peters this week mm. um, revealed um, by a government official that secret vax agree- agreements were found between Big Pharma and the government. That was part of those Fauci emails. I believe that there was plenty of coordination between the government and uh, Big Pharma on how they would handle the rollouts and how they would handle the pushback. There were absolutely correspondence between there because we know that they paid Facebook at least, well, I don't know how many (laughs) millions of dollars, but we know by that report that they actually paid them for a campaign to educate people on their viewpoint. So everybody knows they were working together. Facebook, Big Pharma, the government. So red alert. Americans jabbed with that J&J vaccine are way more likely to develop those blood clots. We talked about all the different Mm -hmm. brands, but uh, J&J now, there's a new warning out about that. Yep. Yep. And uh, November 3rd, there was a worldwide walkout for a global protest. It was a global protest about these vaccine mandates. If you think that it's not happening everywhere, it is. It is. It's happening everywhere around the globe. These were Mm -hmm. global walkouts. Yes. Meanwhile, in the Pacific, a U.S. nuclear submarine struck unchartered seamount. Now, that was Mm. in the South China Sea, actually, according to the Navy report. Yep. We used to have trouble in the Pacific, but now it's mostly in the South China Sea. Yeah, imagine that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mesa County, Colorado, 2020 election results were reviewed. Mm-hmm. Thousands of ballots and entire processes were contaminated. Yeah. Hmm, really? Yeah. That's not surprising, is it? They said election results should have never been certified. And of course, that's coming from Wendy Rogers, one of the leading patriots out there in Arizona, trying yeah. to decertify. Go, Wendy. You know, and there's an article there. You'll see it in our Digging Deeper thread, and you'll find it if you look at Lynn Wood's feed as well on Mm -hmm. how China has infiltrated the U.S. This is a comprehensive report on all kinds of different ways that China has infiltrated us without shooting a single shot. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I've seen. you know, we've talked about the farming, you know, how they've purchased a whole bunch of land, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And they've also, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> not only have they purchased the, the land, but they've sent all these students into our colleges. And the colleges um, have plenty of these Chinese students that are just lying in wait. Okay, so they're infiltrating in several different ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So many different ways. Yeah. Yes. Well, a federal judge 
blocks a hospital from putting unvaccinated workers on unpaid leave. And every so, once in a while we get a win. There's a judge there's fighting a back. <laughs> Trump is right yet again. Mm. Yep. The uh, great economic awakening is happening. That's what they say. More on um, that. On that report you see there. T.me slash realx22 report. He does uh, a good yes. job. He does. does. You listen to him quite a bit, don't you? Yes. He do. He's a good reporter. <clears throat> so, more falsified data. Pfizer vaccine trial had major flaws, a whistleblower tells a peer-reviewed journal. <laughs> mm -hmm. They always go after that peer-reviewed, and they want to be printed and all this. Well, they're getting plenty of exposure now. Mm-mm-mm. And soldiers speak out. They're saying America is under attack and we need to be prepared. And the soldiers are in the know, at least uh, a lot closer to the front lines than we are. Right. 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 And, of course, oh, yeah, yeah. we talked about this whole report, and we'll you can just look this one up on our Digging Deeper articles as well as our podcasts. This next headline here, Facebook Meta. Is virtual reality a soul trap? Yes. Virtual reality, virtual churches is a soul trap. Yes, we talked about that last week, right? Yeah, without going too deep into it, believe me that you do not survive. Your faith cannot survive isolation, period. Right. Isolation and faith, the faith and isolation, they don't go together. You need people. It's part of fellowship. It's not going to happen. Facebook Meta will fail to do what it should do, but it will succeed at deceiving many. Yes. So beware. That's our article, actually. The name is Beware of Fake Book Meta Church. <laughs> also, there's a massive flood of illegal aliens approaching the U.S. border, as if you didn't know that already. Right. Once they're vetted, they're dropped. God only knows where, says the chief down there. And the figures that I just saw... 2.4 million in the past 12 months. How, how are we going to sustain that as a country? How do we sustain that? You know? That's what I'm wondering. Just don't run out of printer ink. <laughs> Just keep printing that money? <laughs> so there's a breaking news. What the vaccines consist of? Transgenic hydra and parasite implants are fast human cloning weapons. Oh, we've already been we've revealing already... this to you for 14 months. In fact, this is the 14th month since we've been doing this. And we've been talking since the first month that there were parasites, nanoparticles, nanoparticles graphene uh -huh. oxide, and other dangerous heavy metals in these vaccines, even in the test kits. Yep. So now it's just more news coming out. We'll call it breaking, but how breaking can it be when we knew it 14 months ago and we tried to tell you? <laughs> but the vaccines consist of awful, awful things that now they're revealing have to do with cloning. And we know that AI is the big push nowadays. And so right. everything is moving us towards transhumanism, which will be a big special that we'll be doing shortly yes transhumanism and there is tens of billions of dollars worth of cargo that lay anchored outside american ports as the 
Brandon-induced supply chain collapses worse. But I guess Ron DeSantis is right. trying to resolve that. Right. I heard Florida's open. Mm-hmm. Florida ports are open. Everything seems to be running smoothly in Florida, but not anywhere else in the on the coastline. Yeah. Is that true? I think so. I th- I think Texas is trying to get theirs open too. Mm-hmm. I think some. I heard somebody say that Texas was look was uh, wanting to help as well. And now there's a Wisconsin sheriff accusing state election commissions of violating the law in 2020, following a major fraud investigation. As you see there, we've got under natural news, Wisconsin sheriff accuses state election commission. Check it out in Wisconsin news this week. You know, the sheriffs have the most power. The sheriff is supposed to, yeah. In most, in most towns, they're the top law enforcement official in most cities and counties. There's an exception in western Nebraska. <laughs> another story. For another time. <laughs> yes. Massive societal collapse is coming as a deluge of cities experience widespread outages of vital emergency services because of the vaccine mandates. Due to the vaccine mandates. Everything is due to COVID. That's why we are calling this Vaccine War Headlines. Is this volume four or five? <laughs> just running up never a tab. stops, does it? <laughs> mm, nope. Nope. And uh, Saturday on bombshell footage from Kyle Rittenhouse shooting, you can take a look at that. Uh, the FBI had something to say there. I do know this. Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, fortunate to get a good judge in his case. And when the victims so-called victims of his shooting uh, were trying to frame the case. The attorneys were told that they can't be called victims because they were actually looters and rioters Mm -hmm. when they were shot. Well, this is the FBI sat on some high-def footage of Kyle running away. Oh. And they only shared it with the prosecution. Oh, nice. Ah, nice. Brady rule. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep. There's an update. At least 15 killed and 34 wounded in Cabal hospital blast. Uh-oh, when was this? Um, I don't we, know, recently. We just got this. So yes. this is soon. 15 killed and 13 wounded in Kabul. Reuters, Taliban security official. Reuters is citing a Taliban security official. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. And, you know, top U.S. officials sound the alarm about China's military. Are there top U.S. officials? <laughs> I didn't know we had any. <laughs> ah. Because um, I don't think there are very many top U.S. officials mm-hmm. in this Brandon administration. Now, um, the next set of uh, headlines is actually more about the border. But mainstream media is lying about only 2,000 immigrants heading to the border. It's reported it's close to more than 200,000. Gateway Pundit is finally reporting over 95,000 are traveling in the caravan to the border right now. Mm. Boots on the ground, that's what it takes. Yep. Boots on the ground, and they're there reporting this. Uh, Refresh the screen. There we go. This is it right here. Scroll up. 
Here we go. Right here. All mm -hmm. right. Yeah, there, as you can see, some of those headlines are scrolling down at the bottom. Uh, over 200 safe houses in Laredo, Texas, set up for violent illegal immigrants that have been deported several times and released from U.S. prisons back to Mexico are now waiting. There's just, there's so many people waiting. And we put them in these safe houses and we treat them like kings. Yeah. Instead of illegal prisoners, rule breakers, I don't understand. The cartels have even armed many of the violent immigrants in these safe houses. And the cartels have also armed people in the caravan. Mm. Mm. The amount of human trafficking at the border is the highest in U.S. history, with 1.7 illegal immigrants in the past 12 months. Ah, I saw another one, 2.4. There's another one, 1.7. Okay. The 1.7 was reported by the New York Times. Oh, which means it's far worse than reported than the real numbers. Right. NPR puts the numbers at 200,000 illegals a month, and that's 2.4 in the past 12 months, if you count it that way. Right, right. Tens of thousands of Haitians are reported as being armed. Mm. Through the Laredo doors, it's 100% open, no control. Mm. With fentanyl and violent gangs armed, smuggling cocaine, human trafficking, you can get it all right here in Texas. Come on down, Laredo, <laughs> the doors are open. In the past 30 days on the El Paso border, Laredo and Del Rio, gunfights have been between the Mexican cartels and gangs and have intensified with shooting repo shootings reported against the National Guard. Mm -hmm. Yep, we reported that a couple weeks ago yep. already. Military Still ops happening. infiltrated the caravan have been given reports that uh, Middle Eastern terrorists are also inside the caravan, so that'd be Taliban. And that's surprising why? No, there's no surprise here. There's not surprise. We're not surprised Bunny is. Right. Boots on the ground report up to 230 inside the caravan moving. 230,000. 230,000. 230,000. That'd be yes. a mistake like Biden would make when he said, oh, 230. No, no 230,000. I ignored some zeros, didn't I? Yeah, just a few. <laughs> you can circle back to them. No, I just said I would never say that. <laughs> U.S. militias forming with off-duty officers and retired veterans. There are several reports mm. of that. Matter of fact, about four weeks ago, we talked about an outfit down there that private organizations that have formed right there on the southern border to help stop this human trafficking. Yep. And if the National Guard is going to get split like they were planning that we talked about last week, need we need that uh, militia Yeah. to help. Be ready, folks. Back in August, a man killed a Lyft driver Sunday afternoon in Garland and then opened fire at Plano Police Headquarters before an officer shot him. It may have been inspired by foreign terrorists. May. May. Yeah. Yeah. There are sleeper cells along the border. They're I mean, not just we knew this. sleeping along the border. No, they're not sleeping. <laughs> no. They're called sleeper cells, but yeah. they're, they're wide awake and mm -hmm. they're in our country now. And they're probably in a town near you already. Now, let's just talk a little bit about that. Overnight flights and stuff? No, let's talk about the immigrants themselves. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the people. Okay. These people were told by the news or by their friends, somebody, maybe maybe Biden sent them a letter directly, but or Brandon. Brandon. But they were invited to our country somehow. Somebody told them to come. Yeah. 
I mean, I know some of them. I know there was a point where we were telling them don't come, but they know, they know that's just politics. It's the borders are open, and you are welcome here. America has welcomed you, so we've invited them technically. As long as the borders are open, this administration has invited them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these people are not our enemies. No. Imagine if you were in a situation in another country. And you didn't like your situation even if you had everything you wanted, but you just didn't like it and you decided to move and you wanted to go to another country, you'd want to at least have the respect of that country. I mean, yes, they're, yes, they're illegal. Okay, I'm trying to get past that, I understand. Yes, they've broken the law, but like I said, they were invited here. So, okay, so we get a little bit of compassion for them, just a little bit of compassion for them as a people. If you come across immigrants, do not treat them like the policies that brought them here. Mm. Don't do that. Treat them like human beings, which they are, just like you and me. We immigrated here, our ancestors, years ago, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. People are not our enemies. The policies, the policy makers, the policies themselves are our enemies. The, the evil spirits that be near it around this administration are our enemy. Satan is our enemy. But people are not our enemy. So let's right. try to remember that those immigrants are people and that we are not one to draw a line of us and them. We are all people, all in the human race. Right. So we pray for those immigrants, but we also pray that the Brandon administration get a brain or get overthrown, one or the other. Right. And I think that's just about where we're going to have to leave this segment, unless you can come up with a better idea. Right. Well, what we, have got we got a next? little more news after we're done with our headlines here. All right. I think we just finished on the headlines. Where can we go to yes. on our news? We need to go back to our on-demand page. All righty. We're and going to take a look at a video? Yes, we're going to take a look at a video. What are we going to watch? Um, yes. Um, so, Project Veritas. Major truth teller. Ah, yes, definitely they have been purged. They have been really shafted this yeah. time. Yep. And we know what you know what they do. Project Veritas does undercover videos, nothing illegal, they always follow the law. And now we're gonna listen in to James O'Keefe and see what happened just recently. This is breaking news. Let's listen in. By making this statement, I am putting myself at great risk because on November 4th, Project Veritas came under attack. I awoke to the news that apartments and homes of Project Veritas journalists, or former journalists, had been raided by FBI agents. It appears the Southern District of New York now has journalists in their sights for the supposed crime of doing their jobs lawfully and honestly, or at least this journalist. I had to think long and hard before making this statement. It's a decision that Only I can make. They don't want me to defend myself and immediately try to silence me. That's why the cover letter to the grand jury subpoena we received contains this language. Quote, the government hereby requests that you voluntarily refrain from disclosing the existence of the subpoena to any third party 
While you are under no obligation to comply with our request, we are requesting you not to make any disclosure in order to preserve the confidentiality of the investigation and because the disclosure of the existence of this investigation might interfere with and impede the investigation." Unquote. But while the Department of Justice requested us to not disclose the existence of the subpoena, something very unusual happened. Within an hour of one of our reporters' homes being secretly raided by the FBI, the New York Times, who we are currently suing for defamation, contacted the Project Veritas reporter to ask for comment. We do not know how the New York Times was aware of the execution of a search warrant at our reporter's home or the subject matter of the search warrant as a grand jury investigation is secret. The FBI took materials of current former Project Veritas journalists despite the fact that our legal team previously contacted the Department of Justice and voluntarily conveyed unassailable facts that demonstrate Project Veritas's lack of involvement in criminal activity and or criminal intent. Like any reporter, we regularly deal with the receipt of source information and take steps to verify its authenticity, legality, and newsworthiness. Our efforts were the stuff of responsible, ethical journalism, and we are in no doubt that Project Veritas acted properly at each and every step. However, it appears journalism itself may now be on trial. Late last year, we were approached by tipsters claiming they had a copy of Ashley Biden's diary. We had never met or heard of the tipsters. The tipsters indicated the diary had been abandoned in a room in which Ms. Biden stayed at the time, and in which the tipsters stayed in temporarily after Ms. Biden departed the room. The tipsters indicated that the diary included explosive allegations against then-candidate Joe Biden. The tipsters indicated that they were negotiating with a different media outlet for the payment of monies for the diary. The tipsters were represented by attorneys who handled the negotiations with Project Veritas. We investigated the claims provided to us, as journalists do. We took steps to corroborate the authenticity of the diary. At the end of the day, we made the ethical decision that because, in part, we could not determine if the diary was real, if the diary, in fact, belonged to Ashley Biden, or if the contents of the diary occurred, we could not publish the diary in any part thereof. We attempted to return the diary to an attorney representing Ms. Biden, but that attorney refused to authenticate it. Project Veritas gave the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it. Now, Ms. Biden's father's Department of Justice, specifically the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, appears to be investigating the situation, claiming the diary was stolen. We don't know if it was, but it begs the question. In what world is the alleged theft of a diary investigated by the president's FBI and his Department of Justice a diary? This federal investigation smacks of politics. Project Veritas never threatened or engaged in any illegal conduct. Should the Southern District of New York try to take away our First Amendment rights and uncover and publish newsworthy stories without government intimidation, be assured Project Veritas will not back down. Nothing stops at Project Veritas. Let me be clear. Our mission is to serve the public's right to know by illuminating, revealing, exposing information others wish to hide for the wrong reasons. To quote Lord Acton, we believe everything kept in secret degenerates. We don't mislead or conceal. We investigate facts and potential newsworthy information. Sometimes, as was the case here, after we investigate, we decide not to publish a news story. But Project Veritas 
we'll run from nothing and we will hide from nothing. We exist for the very purpose of discovering and revealing the truth and hope to make the world a more transparent place. Now, this is not the first time we've been attacked and it will not be the last. We know why. We've investigated powerful people and in many ways we are the very tip of the spear. But we never break the law. In fact, one of our ethical rules is to act as if there are 12 jurors on our shoulders all the time. And that truth, and the truth, will vindicate us. When the FBI in the Southern District of New York sees reporters' notebooks, it is not just an attack on Project Veritas. It is an attack on every American and our sacred right to free speech and a free press. The First Amendment is first for a reason. It guarantees all the other rights that follow. Because it's all about accountability. Without accountability, freedom itself is an illusion. So the great question is, is this an indicator in the direction that America is going? We've gone far beyond the point of partisan politics in this country. They ask us to focus on our divisions. They don't ask us to focus on the things which unite us. What unites us is so much more powerful than what divides us. The First Amendment doesn't just matter to people on one side. It matters to people on all sides. That is why I'm calling on all Americans, and especially all journalists, to stand with us for the right to free speech and the free press, and to send a message that the politics of fear will not prevail in the United States of America. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. No way. No fear. No how. And now let's move right on over to another video that we want to take a look at. This is Stu Peters. And um, boy, Stu does an amazing job getting guests on his show that are so professional and knowledgeable. Yeah. Credible and believable. And today we are going to take a look at another ugly truth. I know that was that was ugly, and that's that's a terrible thing that the government has come to this point of really total communism when it goes when it comes to censorship in the media. It's just yeah. it's out of control, and we know that. But now let's move over to another ugly subject, uh, equally as ugly, and that is organ harvesting. I don't need to intro it too much. Let's just listen in and be disgusted. Well, for decades, the Communist Party of China has been one of the world's most sinister governments. When the Chinese people protested for democracy in Tiananmen Square, they ran them over with tanks. When Tibetan Buddhists labeled a young boy as the Panchen Lama, the second most important figure in their religion, the government abducted him and he's never been seen since. But one of the most screwed up things of all that the Chinese government does is organ harvesting. When China has a prisoner in custody, they think nothing of cutting their bodies open, stripping their organs, and selling them off to the highest bidder with bodies cremated to hide the evidence. A tribunal based in London estimated that the Chinese organ trade business is worth more than a billion dollars per year. The biggest victims of this trafficking in human flesh are members of the Chinese religious group Falun Gong. Falun Gong is banned in China. Its members are imprisoned if they're discovered, and some of them, of course, are getting their bodies strip mined for organs. There are estimates that as many as 65,000 people may have had their organs harvested in this manner in a single eight year period. And this isn't all just some made up fantasy. There are people who say that they participated in this organ harvesting. There are recorded phone calls where doctors discuss producing these organs. 
Mitchell Nicholas Gerber is a journalist who spent more than two decades investigating Chinese organ harvesting. He's made this his life's work. He's even testified before the British Parliament about it, and he joins us now. Nicholas, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you, Stu. I appreciate being here with you as well. So a lot of people are, have a hard time wrapping their heads around or even believing this, but there's evidence out there to support all of these claims, right? Absolutely. Since 2006, David Kilgore and David Mattis, the Esquires out of uh, Canada, a former, uh, a former cabinet minister of the, of the Canadian Parliament of the Asian Affairs, David Kilgore, as well as a crime prosecutor, and uh, David Mattis, a uh, Winnipeg lawyer in international human rights and genocide law, confirmed the allegations to you in 2006 with 18 pieces of hard-heading evidence. And in some of the clips that you can share with your viewers, they are, have come clean and shared about these uh, allegations confirmed as true that the Chinese Communist Party has been harvesting and slaughtering Falun Gong practitioners and others, cutting out their organs while alive and selling their organs as the healthiest organs in the world legal, illegally without any consent. Just a, just a little bit of anesthesia while the blood is still flowing to you. And when I was in London with Dr. Enver Totti, the surgeon that was forced to do a live organ harvesting in China in 1995, David Kilgore and Ethan Goodman, the other investigator from America who have confirmed 52 pieces of evidence now, they all have confirmed, as we have, that this is going on on a large scale, and this is state-sanctioned murder, Stu. This is killing to order. Uh, 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 within one or two weeks, the Chinese Communist Party will just rip out your organs, sedate you so you won't have to be held down, turning the doctors into murderers in over two to 3,000 hospitals, and then cutting their organs out while alive. And it's been going on for the last 20 years. Has the American government or any other world leaders gotten involved to try to put a stop to any of this? Unfortunately, there are a lot of Western traitors uh, that have signed on to this multi-billion dollar business stew. The House of Representatives have passed numerous resolutions. The Congress has been involved. The EU has been involved. And thank God for China Tribunal under Sir Jeffrey Nice, QC, who was the former prosecuting attorney uh, to bring Slobodan Milosevic, the former Yugoslavian dictator, to justice. He and his uh, team banded together unanimously to, to expose this, as well as Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting and EndTransplantAbuse.org. And there have only been four countries, Stu, which is quite disappointing. Israel, who uh, established the transplantation law of 2008 that forbid any of his Israeli citizens to go to China to get an organ harvesting, as well as Taiwan, a courageous country, which is now on the brink of war with the Communist Party, trying to invade it just like they did with Hong Kong, as well as Spain and now Italy and hopefully Scotland. But very few people have done anything. I mean, the World Health Organization hasn't done anything. The UN has remained silent because they have the Chinese Communist Party spies infiltrating these these organizations to, to bribe, pay off, and silence anyone that is going to come forward with this new form of evil that they have been doing for the last 20 years, particularly to the Falun Gong. Okay, so it seems like they've done a really good job of infiltrating anybody who might stop them from what you're saying. So what is the method to stop this? I mean, other than exposure, which is what we're doing here. 
more resolutions, but I think the world has to wake up to what is going on. You know, Mr. Cyrus Parsa, I saw the interview you did with him. He's a brilliant man. He was the first one, actually, one of the first to connect the former Chinese Communist Party uh, president, Jiang Zemin, with the bioweapon that they've released uh, from the Wuhan lab. As you've been talking with the, with the honorable doctors and uh, people on your show, and he connected the genocide of Falun Gong and the bioweapon together. And, um, you know, we need more people to come out and express this and have the courage to do the right thing because to fail to support the righteous and to fail to expose evil to, uh, uh, to is unacceptable. So those politicians, and when I was on Steve Bannon with Dr. Totti talking about this, Bannon pressed me for the name on, on names on, on his live show. I would not give them. We will not give them yet because it's very risky business. I could be killed. And I can tell you right now, we are giving them a chance to repent to come clean and to stop this in, on, on their own volition with their own power. But there's so much money involved, Stu, as you said, a multi-billion dollar business, organ harvesting, genocide that is going on and has been going on for the last 20 years. The military is involved, the Western politicians are involved, the hospitalization is involved, and we have over 52 pieces of evidence from David Kilgore, Mattis, and Goodman, and they've gone around the world. But unfortunately, the governing bodies are remaining silent because they have been infiltrated, as again, with the CCP. So coming on your show and coming on people's uh, shows like yours, at least that is giving more traction to open the eyes of people. But a lot more must be done. I, I hate to be a skeptic, but I don't think that they're going to just confess their crimes and come forward and apologize. I, I, don't, I don't think that these too. people are in, in that realm of reality spiritually. Uh, how does this affect Nancy down the street or, you know, Dave, the guy that I work out with or Pastor Mike? I mean, normal people in our communities in this country, for example, well, that's in China. That doesn't have anything to do with me, right? Because look at what has been released from the Chinese Communist Party is there, the bioweapon. How many of your families have suffered now? Your 401k is destroyed, lockdowns, a communist-style policy to shut you up and mandate against constitutional laws, trying to take away your guns, the cancel culture, the wokeism, the radical leftist liberalism. Where do you think this all comes from, ladies and gentlemen? The Chinese Communist Party. You know, Stu, I've been doing this for 20 years, man. Five, ten years ago, people thought that the CCP is like a, a new National Basketball Association team. What is the CCP? Is it a Major League Baseball team? No one cared. No one wanted to know because you said it was a million miles away. See no evil, speak no evil. And if it's got nothing to do with me, why bother? Now they are in your backyard going to jab your children. Where do you think the CCP technology comes from? Who are sitting on the Pfizer boards of executives? 70 CCP high-ranking officials. So everything is correlating to the bioweapon and the genocide of the Falun Gong. And one thing I want to share, imagine it was your family, ladies and gentlemen. They were ripped out of their homes in the middle of the night or the middle of the day or the middle of the morning. You are sent to concentration camps. They are cut open while alive and their organs harvested and sold for massive amounts of profit. Wouldn't you want to do something about it? Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you doing all the work that you're doing. I mean, I've got about 30 seconds left here. I want to give you the final words, but you're sacrificing your life quite literally to expose this stuff, uh, or at least risking the sacrifice of your life. Yes, sir. I'm a, I'm a hundred miles away from the Chinese border. I'm risking everything because what is a man who cannot make the world a better place to you? But for those who are listening, please, if you'd like to do something, there are two websites I highly recommend. Faluninfo.net to learn more about this atrocity and uphold the sanctity of a spiritual movement, the House Christians, the Tibetans, and the Uyghurs also. And 
endtransplantabuse.org. For all the skeptics that still deny this, the reports are all there. Please go take a look at it. And last but not least, the award-winning documentary that the clips are from, actually, Stuart, you can share with your, uh, your listeners, hardtobelievemovie.com. But God bless you, Stu. I follow your work. I love what you're doing. And you're a courageous man. And you know what? You're a man of God. And I love being on your show. And thank you for letting me share with you. It's his show. It's just on loan to me right now. Mitchell Nicholas Gerber, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.